Oh, yeah. TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Not a DC Matthews, but the. I believe that's a definite article, but I don't really remember because grammar, not quite my thing. Anywho, it is episode three. I believe, of season two of the Tournament of Nerdiness, a.k.a. the Corona Cup. How you doing? Just checking in, seeing how my friends, my besties, the ones and ones of listeners to this show. Uh, just want to make sure you're doing well, you're safe, you're keeping each other safe, you're healthy, you're keeping each other healthy. Hope you're doing well. We have some more tag teams to talk about this episode of the Corona Cup. In our last episode, we dealt with names like the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and the Rottweilers, whomever they are. We'll see who we get on this episode. As always, I have my bracket here. We have the... Teams who are ranked number one, number two, and number 16, they have already been bracketed. I have a list of remaining teams. The names are blanked out. I don't know who they are. And we'll find out together as we do yet another episode of the Corona Cup. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. Let's begin. Oh, our first first matchup. This is one of those head versus heart things um the fabulous freebirds i understand why they are a hall of fame worthy team i understand why they are probably one of the best teams in history they're not from my era i've seen some of their work in hindsight perhaps when i watch all of that great mid-south wrestling that jeremy talks about on the award-winning wwe network i will have a deeper appreciation of them um or any other of the archives To me, they're fine, but I don't hold a lot of love for them. The number 16 team, on the other hand, is uh, the Legion of Doom that was Heidenreich and Road Warrior Animal. I don't hold a lot of love for that team, but if you've listened, you know how much myself and Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, cross-platform, appreciate Heidenreich. So dumb. So goofy. Uh, Not similar to Dexter Loomis, but there is some similarities there. Um, Dexter Loomis, big guy, 
blonde guy, an artist. Heidenreich, big guy, blonde guy, a poet. Both a little creepy. I can't in good conscience give this to Heidenreich an animal, and I won't. Of course the free birds are going to win this. But just, you know, a momentary appreciation for the team of Heidenreich and animal. All right. Heidenreich and animal bump down to the constellations. The free birds advance. Who will they face? Let's find out. The first team we have here, actually, I'm supposed to randomize this if I remember how this is supposed to work. Uh, let's randomize one time. Let's randomize. Trying to do this left handed. Never a good idea. Two times and three times. So the first team is actually the same team that appeared um, before I randomized. So it's like I didn't do anything. And this is the team of XXXL. I um, don't particularly remember what team that is. I can guess, but I'll look it up very quickly. Oh, it is an impact team. I had half of it right. I assumed it was uh, the team of Barrington Hughes and Ace Romero. Uh, it is Ace Romero teaming with uh, Larry D. I don't know who that is. He looks kind of like the son of Roadblock. He has the name Carter tattooed across his chest for reasons. I do like Ace Romero. There's no denying that. Um, I've appreciated seeing him in Major League Wrestling. They will be taking on... Oh, wow. Few teams were going to beat this team here. This is the team of Lance Storm and my favorite wrestler of all time, William Regal. Not Lord Steven Regal, but William Regal. Um, I am so excited. When I get back into watching from 2000, because I haven't watched that in probably over a month, which is crazy for me. But when I get back into it, I can't wait to get to the post-invasion era when this team becomes a thing. Uh, obviously, Storm and Regal are going to win here. And since this is my tournament, um, they're going to have a, a very good shot of beating the Freebirds, if I'm being honest. Uh, Jeremy might have to send me some audio uh, telling me why the Freebirds should win, because right now it's it's an open and shut case for me. Uh, great Hoss tag team match in the Constellation. So Heidenreich and Animal, both Hosses, and Larry D, again, whoever that is, and Ace Romero, Hosses. So that's fun. Next up, The Powers of Pain. Uh, the Powers of Pain. I appreciate The Powers of Pain, um, but I know someone who appreciates them more. So it's time for... It's the hot tag. Now, if you ask yourself, self, who is that melodious voice? What molten, caramel, deliciousness, sultry voice is doing that intro? Well, friends, he's my friend and yours, Brandon Banks, and he's the one I'm tagging in, Brandon. Tell us about the, the powers of pain. Two hosses, the barbarian, the warlord, two men that had the athleticism of men half their size. 
They started in the NWA, but most people, including myself, remember their time in the WWF. They started out as babyfaces, but very quickly, at the 1988 Survivor Series, executed a double turn aligning with Mr. Fuji and then feuding with Demolition. The Powers of Pain had power, speed, and agility, along with an imposing appearance to be an awesome tag team force in the 1980s. Thank you, Brandon, for having such a tremendous voice. And also for telling us about the powers of pain. Um, Didn't mention that they were clearly Road Warrior ripoffs in terms of their look and the face paint and things. But truthfully, very well spoken. I I don't consider the Warlord as having supreme athleticism, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Brandon's right. Now, who will the powers of pain be facing, you may ask? They are facing... Ooh. They are facing the Hardy Boys of the 2010s, not Team Extreme, not the jobbers from the early days in the WWF. This is uh, really the most current version. So Jeff and Matt, older, cagier. Um, that's tricky because... Even while they, you know, that reaction, their return at WrestleMania. Sorry, I just hit the microphone with my cup. Could I edit it out? Yes. Am I going to? No. Um, their return at WrestleMania is possibly the greatest WrestleMania return of all time, if not one of the best returns ever. And that pretty much ends how I feel about the tag team. I'm sure they did great stuff in Ring of Honor, maybe against the Bucks of Youth, but uh, I, I'm Brandon convinced me. I'm going with the Powers of Pain. Hardy Boys eliminated in round one. That is the uh, headline so far. Powers of Pain, perhaps with the upset, defeating the Hardy Boys. Uh, we have a team from New Japan. I am woefully. Uh, not as knowledgeable at New Japan as I would like to be. This is Bushi and Shingo. I love Shingo. Bushi's fine. Uh, taking on the Blackjacks. Now, these are the original Blackjacks, I believe. Looking to see. Yep. This is uh, Blackjack Lanza and Blackjack Mulligan. Uh, and again, I don't know a ton about them before my time but certainly a fantastic team. And, uh, yeah, I think they beat Bushi and Shingo, so they'll advance. So far we have Freebirds versus Storm and Regal and the Powers of Pain versus the Blackjacks. That's a great hoss fight. Uh, And Bushi and Shingo will take on the Hardys in what, again, I'm sure would be a great match. Moving on. Three count. Oh, baby, baby, baby. We got three count here. Look out. If William Regal wasn't on this bracket already, I'd say clear favorites to win this bracket. Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, and oh, baby, oh, Evan Courageous. uh, Taking advantage of the boy band era. They had little green spots. Tank Abbott danced with a tank top with its nipples missing. Why? We don't know. I love me some three count. And they are taking on... Another team from New Japan, although this team traveled the world, saw them in ECW, 
probably saw them in WCW, uh, Gato and Jado. And listen. Listen. Well, actually, no. Could the Hardys have become three count in a, in a different world? And could uh, Shane Helms and Shannon Moore have become the Hardys in a different world? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you know, I was tempted to give it to Gato and Jado because they were trendsetters. They traveled all over the place uh, wrestling. They're still involved in New Japan, not as a team, but they're still there. Uh, but this is my tournament. And really, could I sleep at night when I lay down this evening? Could I sleep knowing that I did not give three count a win in the opening round? Probably not. Probably not. So three counts going to get the win. Next up, oh my goodness, the Dudleys again. They seem to be popping up quite a bit in these early pages. Uh, this is Team 3D, the TNA version of the Dudley Boys, Team 3D. Missed much of that era, but I know they won a bunch of titles and did very well there. Taking on the Fantastics. Oh, what a match that would be. Uh, Tommy Rogers and Bobby Fulton, the Fantastics. You know, I have this list of teams that that Mr. Uh, Jeremy at EPL and NFL uh, are going to be hot tagging in at some point, I hope. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't talk about the Fantastics. If it was the Dudleys' entire career versus the Fantastics' entire career, I don't think anyone would argue with the fact that the or the Dudleys would win. Clearly, the Dudleys would win. But this is just the TNA Team 3D. And by that point, again, they still probably did very, very well. But this is their third major promotion. If you know They were WCW tag champions, but in the WWF. Um, so we kind of understood what the story was with Bubba Ray and Devon by that point, or Brother Ray and Brother Devin uh, at that point. So I'm going to go ahead. This may be a controversial decision. I'll give it to the Fantastics, if only because I want to see the Fantastics wrestle three count. I think that would be a great match. So Team 3D will take on Gato and Jado. Could both of those teams have won? Probably. And when you do your tournament, you can do it. Moving along. Oh, this team. I, I have never seen this team, but it's two wrestlers I enjoy very much and a gimmick that I just love to pieces. Uh, this is the American Dragon, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan, for those of you playing at home, and Curry Man. That would be Christopher Daniels, for those of you playing at home. Um, I assume they teamed in Ring of Honor, maybe in Japan. Again, I'm honestly very ignorant of this team, except that they qualified to be here, though I may have just seen the team and laughed to myself and put them on the list. Uh, but who are they facing? They are facing Bad Company, another team that I would have assumed Jeremy would be talking about. This is AWA Bad Company, um, Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond, and they were a fantastic team. I've seen some of their AWA matches. Very, very good. Both wrestlers, very, very good. Pat Tanaka, we don't talk about enough. Probably don't talk about Paul Diamond enough. Max Moon. Um, so I will give it to Bad Company because they are more of a well-known team 
than Dragon and Curry Man, but I'm going to have to figure out where I can find some of those matches, Dragon and Curry Man as a team to watch, because he wrestled with a plate of curry on his head, and he danced. It was fantastic. Uh, the final team will be taking on the number two seed on this page, and the number two seed <clears throat> is the Rockers. Had, uh, had Bad Company moved only one spot south, we would have had that great AWA matchup. Another reason why you know this is a random tournament. I would have booked that had I had the names. <clears throat> this is a random team, and it will be... Da -da 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 -da. Ooh. Uh, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco, one of the great uh, tag wrestlers in Arn Anderson and a very talented wrestler in Larry Zabisco. Um, what a match that would be. Taking on the Rockers, that would be a fantastic matchup. I think you have to give it to um, the Rockers in that sense because Arn um, certainly had better teams. We'll get to them eventually. Um, but that would be fun. That's one that you wish you could wind the clock back and see because I think that would be great. And now we have Bad Company versus the Rockers in uh, the second round. That's a match that as Jeremy is fond of saying, could main event anywhere in the country and did probably main event quite a bit of AWA shows. Uh, just to sum up, Freebirds versus Storm and Regal. Fun match. Somebody's going to have to talk me into picking the Freebirds because I won't do it on my own. Just putting that out to the universe. Powers of Pain versus Blackjacks. Three Count versus the Fantastics. And Bad Company versus the Rockers. A lot of great matchups on page five. That is a lot of fun. We're halfway through uh, this episode. We'll get to page six of the opening round of the Corona Cup Tag Tournament right after this short break. Folks, there's a lot of modern pro wrestling out there competing for your attention. Sometimes it's tough to know where to start. So why not start at the beginning? Each week, the Piece of Business podcast brings you a watch-along experience as seen through the eyes of two fans who have seen it all, spanning everything across two continents from the territories to today. Join us as we analyze what worked from days gone by and why those things still work today. You'll see many legendary performers before they were stars, as well as be introduced to new wrestlers who you may not have heard of. See what they did to get over and what lessons the stars of today learned from their predecessors. For a fresh look at forgotten matches through experience eyes, it's the Piece of Business Podcast, available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And we're back with By the Book, Episode 3, Season 2, the Corona Cup. We're talking about tag teams. Page 6 is here, my friends. And the first matchup is one we all want to see. We all want to watch the Road Warriors take on the team of Lenny and Lodi. Just to see the carnage. Uh, obviously... The Road Warriors are winning that. I don't think we need to spend uh, oodles and oodles of time talking about that and why. Lenny and Lodi, perfectly fine. Not my favorite Lodi tag team partner, uh, but perfectly fine team. But they would just get demolished and probably seriously injured by Hawk and Animal if we took them right out of the 80s. Moving on, we're now into more of the random teams. Who will we get? I honestly don't know. We'll find out. It is Desperado and 
Kanemaru, again, from New Japan. Again, uh, a team I know little about. Kanemaru's the guy who drinks in the ring, which I think is a clever gimmick. Uh, Desperado, mask guy, pretty good junior heavyweight, uh, if I say so myself. And they are taking on the Dynasty. Oh, boy. Uh, when I began collecting the names, and actually when I sat down to record the prologue and perhaps even episode one of this tournament, I did not know who the Dynasty was. Now I do. I'm a big fan of the Dynasty. MJF and Richard Holiday. Uh, they are going to beat... Desperado and Kanemaru. Oops, Desperado and Kanemaru. Let's get the names right. Um, yeah, the dynasty is great. Uh, I, and not just because Richard Holiday has has commented on a couple of the posts I have made about him. Uh, he should vanity search. He is fantastic. He is exactly what Tino Sabatelli should have been in NXT. Uh, Good looking guy. Great physical specimen. Um, you know, he's got the headphones in. He's making business deals. He's clearly a very well-dressed man. He's teaming with MJF. They're very elitist. Hammerstone's part of the group. Don't think that's going to last for very long. Uh, yeah, I, I'm big on the Dynasty. They are taking on the Road Warriors. So I we, we know what's going to happen there. But still, if you haven't seen the Dynasty in MLW, there are certain things I like about MLW, and there are certain things I really don't like about MLW, and that's perhaps a conversation for another show, um, and another you know, at another time. But the Dynasty, something really to enjoy. So good for them winning in the first round. Next up, Team Canada. Now the tricky thing is Team Canada in TNA was a stable. You had. Um, Eric Young, P.D. Williams, uh, Johnny Devine, Bobby Roode, Steak Sauce, a.k.a. A1, Steak Sauce, Scott Demore, who was obviously the coach and the manager. Um, I believe Bobby Roode and Eric Young were predominantly the tag team, but I think it was it was kind of mixed and matched. And that's the, the trick with that is you got to pick who the more common tag team was. So we're going with Bobby Roode and Eric Young. I enjoyed Team Canada watching with Doc Manson back in the 2000s. They were fun. They are taking on tons of funk. Oh, this is a tough matchup. Perhaps, look back here, not since the Powers of Pain and the Hardys in, on page five. Um, that's tough. Tons of funk is Brodus Clay and Tenzai. Was he known as Tenzai then? He wasn't Albert. He wasn't A-Train. I think he was Tenzai. Um, they were a fun team. You know, again, two big hosses. They danced. It was entertaining. I think the Funkadactyls were with, with them at one point. Um, I'm giving it to Team Canada, but I had to think about that because I did enjoy Tons of Funk. So Tons of Funk into the Constellations. It occurs to me that I could have saved time and done the, written the Constellations after the episode, but I enjoy doing it during because otherwise I'd forget. Team Canada advances. Next up, oh, the current NXT Tag Team Champions. I don't know why they don't call themselves 1-2 Strike or 1-2 Punch. Um, Lorkin and Birch. It sounds like it belongs on Diagonale. I love this team so much. Lorkin's great. Danny Birch is very good. 
Uh, I'm super happy they're getting a chance to shine because it's a great team. And they are taking on the Heavenly Bodies. Now, this is not the Heavenly Bodies that most people are familiar with. Um, that would be the Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, and Dr. Tom Pritchard. This is Tom Pritchard and Stan Lane. I am sure there are plenty of people who might argue um, that that version might be the better one. They might say Stan Lane is better than Jimmy Del Rey. I don't think so, but some might. Uh, but this is, this is not them. I believe that team is going to get a buy at some point. Or, or not a buy, but they'll be a top-ranked team at some point. Um, I don't know much about the Lane version, and I really like Lorcan and Birch, so I am giving Lorcan and Birch the win. To take on Team Canada, which would be Bobby Roode and Eric Young, that would be a real fun match to watch. Heavenly Bodies will take on tons of funk, which, again, that would be funny. Just the build to that match would be entertaining. Oh, now we have my favorite wrestler. We had William Regal, who is wonderful, and I can't wait to watch his stuff. But now we get the Lord Stephen Regal my favorite wrestler of all time and this is a fantastic team it is the blue bloods when lord steven regal took bobby eaton and transformed him into earl robert eaton the vignettes the backstage stuff it was all just tremendous love me some blue bloods and they are taking on oh this is rough this is rough 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 because the team they are taking on is actually a team I've never watched wrestle. But I love that they existed. This is the Minnesota Stretching Crew. Not the Wrecking Crew. Not the Andersons. This is the Stretching Crew. If you don't know who this team is, close your eyes right now. Close your eyes. I'm going to give you two names. And I want you to just picture them as a tag team and picture them together. And I hope a smile comes onto your face because it should. Are you ready? Are your eyes closed? Don't cheat. I will know. I'm a teacher. I'm good at this. Eyes closed. Name number one, Shelton Benjamin. Name number two, Brock Lesnar. They were a team, I think, in like OVW in their training days, and they were the Minnesota Stretching Crew. And I loved that back in... I think it was the Royal Rumble 2020. Uh, Brock Lesnar is destroying everybody, everybody, everybody. Shelton Benjamin comes out. Paul Heyman is yelling, hugging, wonderful. Because Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar are legit friends, legit training partners. They have a relationship from, I believe, their days as collegiate wrestlers. I would love to give this team a shot, but they're wrestling the Blue Bloods. So I just have to hope that this team, the Minnesota Stretching Crew, will be able to do well in the Constellations because as good as that team is, they aren't the Blue Bloods. It's just a fact. They're not. Next up, the Viking Raiders. Again, not War Machine. I think War Machine is one of the top teams, I believe. I'm not going to flip through the remaining 26 pages of this opening round. Oh, my goodness. We, we have fun doing crazy kooky things on this. Uh, this is the Viking Raiders, not the Viking Experience. This is the WWE version. 
people. Some people don't like it. It's not as good as War Machine. We can just accept that right now, but they're still a very good team. Taking on Matt Seidel and King Ricochet. Uh, this is, I believe, a, a New Japan team. Evan Bourne, Ricochet, probably a fantastic high-flying team. Would match up very well with the Viking Raiders. You've got the powerhouses versus the aerial guys, but you've got the fact that Hansen can move pretty well for himself. Um, Ray Rowe, I almost called him Ivar, which is actually Hansen's name. Uh, Ray Rowe, a phenomenal athlete. Uh, I, I got to give it to the Vikings, but uh, that match would be fun. And now we have, again, you want to talk about the build that we'd get with tons of fun in the Heavenly Bodies. Now we have in the second round the Blue Bloods taking on the Viking Raiders. That would be <laughs> Regal would make some epic faces having to wrestle those two guys. Uh, all right. We're closing closing down on this episode on this page. Who do we got next? The Forgotten Sons, um, who now I believe we could call the Knights of the Lone Wolf. I don't think that team made it onto this list, but we may change this because the Forgotten Sons, pretty bad, associated with Jackson Riker, doesn't qualify for the bad guy rule, does qualify for the dumb guy rule. Um and I just love the te- Knights of the Lone Wolf. I hope they get a chance to shine. I really do. I would like to see the Knights of the Lone Wolf as tag team champions. And if King Corbin has to win the Intercontinental title so they can kind of have that little Hurt Business style, we've got a bunch of gold, I'm totally fine with that. Um, yeah. I-, I enjoy Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler. Perseverance pays off. I hope they do well. They are taking on uh, Prince Devitt. We all know that who that is. And Taguchi, again, New Japan. Again, I don't know a lot about them, but I have seen this team um, wrestling, I think, at a Wrestle Kingdom because I was watching those during um, the lockdown in the summer-ish. I think I went through and watched a couple of the early um, Wrestle Kingdoms, I think. And, uh, you know, the team was good, but I'm going to give it to the Forgotten Sons. So Devitt and Taguchi into the uh, Constellations. This is early, early Prince Devitt, almost like young boy Prince Devitt. This is not the Prince Devitt who would become Finn Balor, who is now Prince with the C crossed out. So Prince Prine. I don't know what, what that means. I don't understand. Last team. This team is taking on the number two seed on page six, who are LAX, the original LAX, Homicide and Hernandez, my LAX. Santana and Ortiz, I'm sure, are great, but they're not my LAX. The LAX, the LAX that I knew in TNA are Homicide and Hernandez. And they will be taking on the Briscoe Brothers. Oh, my. How did the Bri- Oh, wait. There's no E. This is not uh, Jay and Mark from Ring of Honor. They may have gotten a, a preferred seed. This is Gerald and Jack Briscoe. This is, again, the OG Briscoe brothers. I, I don't know a ton about the Briscoe brothers, Gerald and Jack, but we haven't looked up a lot in this episode, and I do want to look uh, this up because I don't know 
from 1967 to 1984, the Briscoe brothers were a team. Um, Gerald Briscoe, trained by brother Jack, who I believe was an NWA champion. Uh, highly successful team. 20 tag team championships over 13 years. Florida. Uh, they discovered Hulk Hogan. To me, that's a, a bug, not a feature. But hey, that's a fantastic thing. Um, oh, maybe Jack Bristow was junior heavyweight champion. Wrestled Steamboat and Youngblood, Wahoo and Youngblood, all sorts of things. Uh, all right. So how many, let's see. Yeah, lots of tag titles. Teamed with Bob Back. Oh, that was just Gerald Briscoe. Um, so obviously a fantastic team. Number 54 of the 100 best tag teams during the PWI years. Now, generally speaking, I go with the teams I know. I don't know the Briscoes as a tag team. However, I think we could clearly see that they are at least on the same level as LAX, if not a little higher than LAX. So I think we got to go with what at least in terms of the rankings, not that they're ranked in these random middle rounds, uh, I'm going with the Briscoes. So they will take on the Forgotten Sons. LAX, I do appreciate you, but clearly, you know, they had another LAX team. And granted, they had another Briscoes, but not in the same vein. Uh, so as we wrap up this episode, page six, Road Warriors versus the Dynasty. That would be fun. Team Canada versus Lorcan and Birch. I would pay money to watch that match. Blue Bloods versus the Viking Raiders. I would pay money to watch that match. Forgotten Sons versus the Briscoe Brothers. That would be... I, I would not mind if that was on a card with these other matches. I wouldn't pay money to see it, but I'd watch it if it was on there. So some fantastic matchups yet again here in this tag team tournament. And we are, <laughs> we have 16 episodes just to get through the first round. We've done three. So a long way to go, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. I'm glad you're with us on this wonderful journey. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. This chapter is closed. I will see you the next time we go by the book.